Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 25th, 2018. Now, before I get into the word this morning, I do have uh, um, something I need to say, right, like an announcement. So um, I'm headed to the Dominican Republic tomorrow morning, early in the morning, and I'm going to be gone until Tuesday. And I'm there to spend some time with the children that we have there. We have 160 children that we're providing an education for in two schools. And right now we're renting two facilities. And so uh, God has opened the door for us to go buy some land and then we're going to build a school and we're really excited so we can get our kids together. We have our own place. Uh, and, and, and Isabella and I are just really stoked about this. So I'm asking you to do a couple of things. One is understand the fact that uh, I really want to be focused on them. So I'm not going to do today's word until I get back next Wednesday. So please be patient with me on that. There's plenty of material on todaysword.org if you want to go there or go to the YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then the other thing is I want you to release your faith with me for us to find the land that God wants us to have. I want to go find this land. Uh, start the process to, to secure the land, and then we're going to build after that. So I'm just asking you to pray with me on that, to open up your heart, to believe God with us so that God's will can be done uh, through Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries in the Dominican Republic. All right, so that said, now I will say that I will post updates on social media. So if you want to follow me on social media, on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram, then do that. And I'm going to be kind of posting pictures and updates throughout the weekend. And uh, so please... Follow me there. All right, so let's get into this word. So this is uh, Standing on the Word from God, part 42. This is part 14 of the life of David. And I'm calling this grace and authenticity. As a believer, uh, you, you have to be authentic. You have to operate in the grace that God has called you to operate in. You have to really know who you are. And that's what I'll deal with on today. So we've been studying the life of David. Let's get back to the story. David heard Goliath, the giant, taunting the nation of Israel. He had been doing this for 40 days. He had been doing this twice a day for 40 days. So after 80 times, David hears it. David only needed to hear it once, and he was ready to fight the giant, the Israel. And now think about the, the, the picture, right? So here you have uh, um, the Philistines on one side of a valley and the Israelites on the other side of the valley. And down in the valley, the Valley of Elah, you have this, this giant that's coming out there every day, twice a day, taunting the armies of the living God. And then you have a shepherd boy that, that walks up. He hears it only once and he goes and stands before the king and says, listen, I'm ready to fight. And so Saul, and, and remember, this was a winner take all type of proposition. So both nations would only send one person down into the valley each and, and whoever won, that's it. Like if the Philistine giant won, then the Israelites were supposed to be slaves to, to Philistine, Philistine. If the, uh, if David won, then the Philistines were supposed to be slaves to the Israelites. So this was winner take all, right? So, so two men, one from each side was going to represent the entire nation. So they were, rep they were standing they, in proxy for their whole nation. So the whole weight of the nation was resting upon the men that entered down into the valley. So when David, a teenager, shepherd boy, who had never really been, you know, he wasn't a soldier. Uh, uh, he had never really been in, in battle like that, but he had fought a, a lion and a bear with his bare hands and he won by the grace of God, right? But so he convinces the king, listen, let me represent Israel. And the king says, and this is, has to be the grace of God. The king says, fine, you go and the Lord be with you. And so the king says, though, before you go, um, I want you to get ready for the fight. So you're not going to go down there just looking like that. Let me give you some armor. Because, I mean, you're a soldier. I mean, you're not a soldier, so you don't have your own armor, right? So he, he never went to, in the military, we call it CIF. He never went to central issue. 
he never got anything issued to him, right? He had no what we were calling the army. He had no battle rattle for himself. He had none of that stuff. So he was a shepherd. And so the king was like, well, let me give you my issued stuff. And this is the royal stuff. So let me give you the royal armor. And the Bible says that he put it on. And this is in 1 Samuel chapter 17. You can pick it up there in verses uh, 37 through 40. So the Bible says that he actually put it on. He put it on. He walked around in it for a minute. He was like, man, I can't, I can't fight in this stuff. And so he was like, hey, I appreciate it, Mr. King. You giving me the royal armor. Your stuff looks good. It's the nicest armor in all of Israel. I appreciate it. All of that stuff. But I have to be authentic to who I am. I, I, I don't know how to use this stuff. I've never tested this. I've never tried this. I've never. No, no, no. So he took it off and gave it back to the king. He said, listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But I can't fight in this thing. And so he says, I'm going to fight like I know how to fight. And so he picks up his shepherd's staff and he, he goes down to the riverbed and picks up five smooth stones and puts it in his shepherd's bag. And, and so he has a little slingshot. He has some stones and he has a stick and he looks like a shepherd and he walks down into the valley. I mean, my God, think about this. Think about it. So you got you got two nations, two armies on each side of the Valley of Elah. And, and, and here you got the respective you know, representatives walking down into the valley. And one man walks into the valley. He's a giant and he looks like a warrior and he looks like a soldier from the movie 300. And he has all this stuff and all this metal stuff on him. And he has, you know, his javelin head weighed 15 pounds. You know what I'm saying? His armor weighed 125 pounds. He's over nine feet tall. He walks down into the valley. And on the other side, you got a teenage boy. He just, he's walking down into the valley looking like a shepherd. He got a stick. He got some stones and he got a slingshot. And that's all he got. And he's walking down, but he has the hand of God on his life. Glory to God. And we know the story. He's going to kill this giant. And so he's walking down there with the hand of God on him, with the favor of God. And he was completely comfortable not looking like everybody else. He was completely comfortable not wearing the king's armor. He was completely comfortable being who God called him to. To be. I'm talking about grace and I'm talking about authenticity today. I'll stop here in the story and we're going to pick it up when I get back from the Dominican Republic. So what does this mean to you today? On today, this, this amazing story of this shepherd that had the confidence, a teenage boy that had the confidence to say, listen, I don't care what other people look like. I don't care what they say you need to look like when you go into battle. All I know is I, this is what I look like and I'm at peace being myself and I'm going to walk down here and I'm going to kill this joker. I'm going to kill this giant and cut his head off. He even said he was going to cut his head off and he didn't even have a sword. He said it by faith and he wound up using the giant sword to cut his head off. He says, listen, I'm going to go do what God called me to do. And I'm going to look like God called me to look because this is who I am. And I'm at peace with being who I am. I'm authentic because I know who I am. Glory to God. This is how we're supposed to live. So what does this mean to you today? I have two things to share with you on this morning. Here we go. Open up your heart now to receive. Number one, Entering into God's rest is a key aspect to the life of faith. You must enter into God's rest. You can't take on the pressure to perform. If you're frustrated because you're trying to get God to do something, then that's the issue. You're trying to get God to do something. That's the problem. You're trying too hard. You can't force God to do anything. You have to, it, he leads you. It's not the other way around. You don't tell, faith is not about you telling God what to do. Faith is about you submitting to what God is leading you to do. So you must be submitted to him, not forcing him, not telling him what to do. You don't, you, if frustration will set in when you're trying to make God do something, 
You can't make God do something. You're not God. <laughs> if the life of faith is a life that consists of simply going wherever God tells you to go, doing whatever God tells you to do. Uh, uh, and as you go and as you do, you're, you know that God's grace is on you to do it. Since God is telling you to do it, wherever he leads, he feeds. Wherever he guides, he provides. Since God is instructing you to do it, you believe that God's hand is on you to, to do it and to succeed. And so, so you're resting that, look, I'm just doing what God t- is telling me to do. And I'm not taking on any pressure to perform. And if he's telling me to do it, then he, his hand is on me to win. And I may not look like anybody else, but I have to be at peace looking like me. And I'm okay with that. See, David was led to go fight Goliath. He didn't make this up on his own. The hand of God was on him. He was led to go fight. And since he was led to go fight Goliath, then God gave him an audience with the king. Since he was led to go fight Goliath, then God moved upon the king's heart to say, fine, you represent the nation. Since he was led to go fight Goliath, he was comfortable enough to say, man, let me take this off. This ain't my, this ain't my armor. He, 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 wasn't, he wasn't worried about looking like everybody else. He wasn't concerned with the king being upset. He was like, listen, Mr. King, I, this is your stuff. I, I, I'm not you. I'm not a soldier. I know I'm not a soldier. I'm cool with that. I don't need to fake the funk. I don't need to try to look like everybody else. All I know how to be is a shepherd. This is who God called me to be. So you know what? I'm going to go down there looking like a shepherd and I'm going to do what God called me to do, looking like who I am called to look like because I, this is who I'm supposed to be. And he was resting in it. He wasn't frustrated. He wasn't trying hard. He wasn't trying to be somebody that, that he was not. And as a believer, that's how you have to live. You have to be comfortable being you. I, you know what? I'm comfortable in my own skin. Uh, uh, I, I preach the way that I preach because, and I sound like I'm from Brooklyn. You know why? Because I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, I sound like I'm, uh, you know, of Dominican descent. You know why? Because I'm a Dominican uh, uh, American. You know what I'm saying? So I am who I am. I, I talk like what I talk like. <laughs> I, I'm comfortable being me and the hand of God is on me to succeed because the anointing flows through the authentic. And, and I, I'll, I'll drive that home here at the end. Number two, not only do you have to enter into God's rest, right? You got to rest in who God called you to be. And then you got to, once you're resting, you got to operate in your own grace. Listen, you have a race and I have a race and God has given you the grace for your race. And God has given me the grace for my race. Now you can't concern yourself with trying to run somebody else's race because you don't have the grace to run their race and they don't have the grace to run yours. So since you don't have other people's grace and they don't have yours, you just need to rest in who God called you to be. When Saul was like, hey, listen, put on this armor. He was like, listen, Mr. King, I'm sure that you have had lots of success with this armor. And I'm sure that the hand of God is on you to win other battles with this armor. But that's your thing. That's your grace. That's your race. I need to be who God called me to be. And he was comfortable with that. You need to to operate in your own grace. I'm talking about standing on a word from God. I'm talking about believing God for the long haul so that you can experience what God promised to do in your life. You have to be okay being you. You have to run your own race with your own grace. Goliath stepped into the Valley of Elah looking like a soldier looking like a warrior. David stepped into that valley looking like a shepherd and he was cool with it. You have to be cool with it. The blessing was flowing to and through David. You know why? Because he was simply being who God called him to be. The blessing is not going to flow to you and through you when you're trying to be somebody that you're not, because I already said this, but let me repeat it. The anointing only flows through the authentic. There has to be a certain level of authenticity. When you're trying to copy somebody, when you're trying to be somebody that you are not, there's no anointing on that because actually God will be sick, sitting back looking at you like, what are you doing? I mean, who, who are you trying to be? Why can't you just be who I called you to be? Why can't you be comfortable being 
the person, the man, the woman that I destined you to be from the foundations of the world. When, when you operate as the man, the woman that God called you to be, there's a certain level of authenticity to that. And, and when you are being authentic, the world is going to take notice because because God sent you here to be you. God didn't send you here to be anybody else. So when you start operating as you, as the man, the woman that God called you to be, then you will know it. Other people will know it. God will open doors for you that no man can close. He will close doors for you that no man can open. And the grace of God will be on you to leave the impact in this world that you will call to leave. You will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I'm talking about grace. I'm talking about authenticity. Be authentic today. Declare this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. Now, I expect you to do what you said you would do in my life. So I enter into your rest. I rest from my own works. I am settled in whom you've called me to be. People who don't know their purpose, <coughs> they experiment their way through life. I'm not experimenting. I have accepted and submitted to your purpose for me. Therefore, your grace and favor are on me to become the man that you've called me to be. I feel no pressure to be someone that I am not. I accept no pressure to copy or mimic anyone else. Your grace flows to me and it flows through me because I operate in the authenticity of my divine assignment. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and Prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button there and subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, as you head into this day, just be you. Be, be okay being you. Enter into God's rest. You don't have to make everything happen. God will make things happen for you when you are being you, when you're just being led of him, when, when you just go wherever he tells you to go and you do whatever he tells you to do and, and you feel no pressure to perform. You're not trying to make nothing happen. You're not trying to impress anybody. You're just being who God called you to be. When you, when you get comfortable living that way, believe me, you will live an amazing life. You know why? It will be the life that God sent you to this planet to live. Do me a favor before you leave the screen. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And remember, pray with me on this trip to the Dominican Republic. I love you, and God loves you. God bless you.